0: You're listening to the Christian Indie Artists and Songwriters Podcast, the place where faith, music, and life intersect. We exist to help Christian indie artists and songwriters just like you get songs heard. Thanks so much for tuning in to another episode of the C.I.A.S. Podcast. I'm your host, Brian, and on today's episode, we're talking about toplining. And what is toplining, you ask? Well, you know what? I'm glad you asked because it's something that I love talking about. So basically what toplining is, is it is writing lyrics and melody to either a pre-existing or a track that is being created in real time during a co-write or songwriting session. Now, this is a very common way to write music, especially in genres like pop, country, CCM, and all over the place, honestly, these days. Toplining is very common for a few reasons, and that's exactly what I want to dig into in today's episode, because as you are going further and further on your music journey, whether you are already toplining every day or you're really excited to dig into it for the first time, I want to set you up with the information to do it at your best. I think there's a lot of reasons why topline is such a common practice in today's songwriting culture, but I feel one of the most important is the sheer efficiency of toplining. Because back in the day, if you were to sit down with an acoustic guitar or piano or whatever instrument you used to write with you could sit down and write a great song and that has not changed that's still the way that many songs are written every day but once you wrote the song with that simple instrumentation then you have to take it to the next phase which would be the demo process and sure you might just do a simple quick work tape into your phone or into your recording device but at some point if you want that song to go further it needs to have a proper demo recording and potentially a proper master recording. So what toplining does is it basically expedites that process. If someone brings a track idea into a co-write, then instead of having to figure out how to record it down the road, you basically already have that initial work completed or at least the initial vibe completed. Of course you build on it and you tweak it from there and you can always change the track around, you can mess around with chord progressions or whatever, but that initial spark is there. And that's if someone brings something in, but also if you're working with a producer or you're a producer yourself, you can be writing a track with your co-writers or by yourself to build the track into that exact moment to catch that vibe. Because we all know that in the co-writing situation is typically where the magic happens, where all of that inspiration begins, everyone's excited about the song and the idea. So to capture that moment into a track and a vibe is so vital and that's why I feel like it's such an important part of how songs are written today. So in this video, I wanted to give you three top lining tips to help you top line at your best. Now, like I said before, whether you are writing songs every single day and you've done a hundred top lines or a thousand top lines or you're just curious about the process and what that even looks like these three tips will definitely help you dig into the craft better so let's jump in so point number one I wanted to talk about melodic structure now there are tons of ways to write melodies and tons of different types of melodies but three melody types that I've leaned on on my songwriting journey are static melodies scalic melodies and intervallic melodies and i'm going to actually play through a few of these ideas so you can get a better idea of what i'm talking about and you're probably already writing in these melodies anyways it just will help reframe and give more intentionality when you're writing melody so for the static melody it's very much staying on one note so if you are in the key of c a static melody would be like something like this where you're just kind of primarily hanging on one note. That's why it says static because it's static. It's staying in one place. You'll hear these melodies all the time in verses is a great place to do that if it's hanging on a note or if it's at the height of a chorus. It could be some powerful phrase. It's the main part of the song. It can be, you'll, it'll show up everywhere, but that is essentially what a static melody. And the second one is a scalic melody, which like it sounds, it is very much like a scale. So this is like nursery rhyme. So again, key of C. So very much up and down the scale. The reason these are nursery rhymes is because it's very natural. Half steps or full steps at a time, it's very natural for us to lean in, it's predictable and it's very rewarding too when we, especially when we walk down the scales like I just did there in this example, to where we resolve back to the one, the tonic of the scale, it really helps give us that emotional closure on that melodic phrase. So it's a great way to write a melody that really sticks in your head and feels very familiar. So the last is the Intervallic Melody. And these are melodies with larger jumps. These are things you hear all the time in choruses and cinematic pieces. So a good example of this would be QC, so. So there's that large jump And of course, you can combine these melodies together, but that is the intervallic melody. It's large jumps, and these are really fun to write. Like I said, big hooks. Hooks are always good when it comes to those big interval jumps, where it's unexpected, it has a big lift and it soars up high. So again, there's many melodic options to choose from, but I just wanted to highlight those three because those are ones that I lean on a bunch on my songwriting journey. And when it comes to top lining, since you're not necessarily having to worry as much about the musicality, you can really dig into the song. And of course, based on the track is going to determine what kind of melody you want to write. So if it has a cinematic vibe where the chorus really drops in heavy, it might be cool to soar up high and hang on a note, whatever that chorus, whatever the theme of that song song is to just make a static melody at the top of your register really high nice notes just hanging and and punching that note or it might make sense to do something that's more intervallic where you start low and soar up high and then come back down or you could lean into something more scalic where you're sort of walking up the scale building that tension but at the same time giving the listener something familiar so that's the first tip in top lining better being very familiar with melodic structure and implementing them in an intentional way so number two is melodic phrasing. Now that we've talked about some melodic structure, I think it's important to consider where we're actually starting these melodies within the bar lines. There's a ton of ways to do this. I wanna show you a couple different examples of how you can use melodic phrasing to make each section of your song unique. So depending on where you start your melodies, it can really determine the feel of the track. So you can do something where you start directly on the one. That means your top note is going to begin right on the downbeat. We're gonna do a static melody that begins right Right on the one, so that we go two, three, four. So you can do something like a lead-in to the same exact melody. So we go two, three. So that way you're building extra anticipation and it comes in before the bar leading in. You hear this a ton in choruses, a pickup note is what it's commonly known as, and it builds an extra layer of tension building into your chorus. It can come in after the chorus. Two, three, four. And when you do that, it comes in behind the beat, so you can maybe musically start really big on the chorus and hit hard on the one, and then the melody can come in right behind it. So as you can see, just based on where you start the melody line can really determine how the melody comes across, because those were all roughly the same melody, but because of where they come in, in the bar line, they can sound very different. Or you can add additional melodies like I did for the pickup note, where it comes and leads into the chorus. And why is this important? Well. This can really bring distinction to each section of your song. So if you're top lining and you have the track going and you say, okay, on the verse... I wanna come in on the and of one, meaning after the downbeat, I'm gonna start my melody, my phrase right there. And then the pre-chorus, maybe I wanna come in straight on the downbeat, right in the one. And then in the chorus, I wanna start with a pickup note and then go into the chorus. This way, not only are you being rhythmically exciting with your melody writing, but you're also giving the audience and listeners something to grab a hold of, so that way when that section comes back around, It's a hook within a hook, per se, because they'll know that, okay, when that melody starts here, that means we're in this section. So it's a great way to build familiarity. And if you started every melodic phrase in the same position, it has a tendency to get stale so it's a good thing to be mindful of especially if you get stuck and you're like man i want to sing this particular chorus line and i love it so much but it kind of sounds like the verse maybe try shifting it before the beat or after the beat and see how that sounds to give every section its own distinction and see how that sounds and i bet you'll find it'll spur new creativity so that's why it's a great way to consider melodic phrasing when you're top lining and point number three Lean into the vibe. One of the main reasons about doing top lining is because the vibe is there. Instead of having to wonder how the piano chords or how the acoustic guitar is going to translate to a production, you're kind of getting a sneak peek at that right then and there. And so let it inspire you. You know, obviously the BPM, the beats per minute, the time signature and the key and the sounds that the producer is using is going to play a major role in the feel of the track, which is the vibe of the track. So if you have this really cool floaty kind of thing, you know, you don't necessarily want to write a bunch of really rapid phrases that kind of go against the prosody of that feel. Now, yes, we want contrast. Of course, there's exception to every single rule, but my encouragement is when you are top-lining, lean into the vibe. You could be like, man, this song really feels emotive. This song really feels intense. Maybe I should dig deep and write something personal here. Maybe I should get vulnerable because that's what the song feels like. It feels kind of light and fragile, which could definitely point to emotional. Or it could be an epic stadium rock type song where you just need to declare something that's going to make a stadium stand to their feet and feel encouraged. But that all comes through leaning into the track and not pushing against it. And that's honestly one of my favorite parts about Top Lining is just letting the track, letting the vibe kind of determine where the song goes. Because when you can marry together the emotional response of the music and then the crafting of lyric and melody that all fits together, you will get a very strong song that can quickly bring someone into your world with the feel. The lyrics and melody tie that entire thing together and when you can skillfully combine those three elements, you will be writing the best songs you ever have. I hope focusing on these three elements of melodic structure, melodic phrasing and leaning into the vibe can really help you on your top-lining songwriting journey. And this is a side note, I began top-lining with my own music so this doesn't necessarily have to be a co-writing situation. You can get into your DAD and start to create tracks. And this doesn't have to be this full-blown pop track. This could literally be piano chords and a pad or any type of thing. You can do simple percussion, whatever you want it to be, but you can create a track that feels inspiring to you, and then come back to it, or in the moment, start to kind of hum melodies along to it, and then see what lyrics kind of fit in those places. And when you can do that, the next thing you know, you're able to start tracking up your vocal ideas, and you are already kind of working on the pre-production of that song as you're writing it. In a past episode, I said how I feel that production is a part of songwriting, and I feel like this is a great example of that exact thing, because as we're writing two tracks as we're top lining, we're also producing, we're also starting to think about those other melodies, how those sounds kind of fit together and how it all becomes a song from the start. So if you are interested in creating your own tracks and you wanna know how to do that better, I have a full music production course called Logic Pro X for artists and songwriters. And I walk through the entire production process, but part of that, is building a track. So if you're interested in that, click the link below, and there's a free mini course that you can jump into called Record Your Vocals Like A Pro, which is the vocal module from the full music production course. So if you're interested in just learning how to record your vocals better, then you can click the link below and jump into that for free right now. And then if you decide you wanna jump into the full course, then that is available for you as well. And I wanna know, how much top on have you done? Are you interested in it? Do you do it all the time? And what do you think of it? If you're here on YouTube, make sure to comment below and let me know. Also, don't forget to subscribe, hit the bell, icon and I will see you next Friday at 5 a.m. on the CIS podcast we want to help reach as many Christian indie artists and songwriters as possible and one way we can do that is with your help so if you could take a minute and leave us a review on iTunes that would be so appreciated this is how the iTunes algorithm will push this content out to more and more Christian indie artists and songwriters so like I said if you could just take a couple seconds leave us a review that would be so awesome means so much to us and we would really appreciate it